Show us your tips for progroupracing.com.au. Daggy flying solo for our midweek preview. First of two shows today. Hopefully the Beaver will join us for the second show as we look towards Saturday racing. But for now, if he doesn't, uh, anyone interested in a co-host role for racing podcast, shout, give us a shout out. Um, until then, um, we're looking towards feature racing at both Mooney Valley and a supplementary meeting at Canterbury. Headlined by the Group 2 Australia Stakes. Um, borderline Group 2, I suppose, is the way it's shaped up tonight. Um, but uh, hopefully there's a winner or two and we'll get stuck into Mooney Valley first, where the rail is in the true, expecting to play um, like Mooney Valley, probably a little bit on pace early. And with the rail in true, you'll be able to make ground late, I'm hoping. Uh, we kick off with the 2,500-metre benchmark 70, where I am going to put playoffs on top, the top weight. A claim for Will Price here for the Mara Eustace stable. Um, hasn't had the 2,500 metre run this prep. Two over 2,000 metres, which have both been good. Chased home in this prep to Astraeus, De Rosa, Takumi, who have all um, won in town and uh, has a win at Pakenham. But um, just saying with the, the New Zealand breeding as well, hopefully the two 2,000 metre runs have fit enough to step out to the 2,500. And we'll take control of this race and hopefully be very hard to run past. Looking for the lead-up runners, um, obviously Coin Collector, and then the two over the, that have had the 3,000-metre run, seven and eight down the bottom, are the ones that have had the, the prep run for the 2,500 metres, um, but wasn't that impressed by any of them, to be honest. So just going away from that form and hopefully playoffs out to the distance can get us off to a, a decent enough start on a Friday night. Race two for the two-year-olds. Over the 1,000 metres, a lot of unraced, all unraced here by the bottom few. And as we get uh, on the verge of the Blue Diamond lead-ups, I'm assuming there's going to be a nice horse or two step out here. Uh, No confidence at all because I haven't uh, invested the time this week to go through the jump-outs. Perhaps it's usually about the time of year that the Dabenig Hayes and Dabenig Stable roll out a good one. But there is um, too much for me to really go through and have any firm opinion. Race three. Over the thousand again, nine nine five five to be correct. Um, Elderflower went like a rocket in town. Top weight for Canberra Wheeler. Um, start before that was caught five wide around the valley, so you can complete that. Um, if it repeats last start, this race is all but over. Just looking at the market, it's been smashed from when I did the form two. I believe it's into it's, um, into odds on now. It could have got black the other night, but um, should take control. Should be hard to beat, and hopefully we're two from two by this stage of the game. Leading into race four, where we have another short price favourite. Um, a few borderline group horses here that are that will run well. Streets of Avalon's always a, a little trier in some of these races, but Viridine probably wins. Um, ran okay last start uh, behind Rohirrim. Out of that race, Rohirrim went on to uh, run fourth, and the Odyssey won on Magic Wednesday last week, so a little bit of form coming through. I believe I've heard James Cummings quite confident that Viridine's there to win, and um, it probably will, so we'll keep the ball rolling there. Race 5, another 1,000-metre affair this time over the... Uh, this time for the benchmark 64s. Um, with the scratchings that have come out this morning, I'm probably going to end up having something on the WA horse down the bottom here, continuance. Um, okay form, nothing electric about the times or anything like that, but it's all soft track form. Comes to Mooney Valley, probably rolls forward now with a couple of scratchings, and uh, again, Will Price on top. I believe it's probably got one job, go forward, hopefully set itself up for a reasonable Melbourne campaign for the flying at Lindsay Smithyard. So uh, number, yeah, we hear number 11, continuance on top. 
race six over the 2004 and 40. Cox Plate start another 64 race. Nearly impossible to really have a firm opinion here. The one I'll have a spec on the, at the each way price, though, will be... Well, it's not each way anymore, so everyone has already specced it. Um, oh, 550, there we go. Uh, is the different form from, w, uh, from Adelaide Resurge, number two, for Canberra Wheeler in the McAvoy Yard. Um, hasn't won for a while. Chased uh, a few usual suspects over in, w, in SA. Uh, serious spender in Farouk um, but there's nothing really here I want to really get excited about away from it so just in interest of the old um, different form popping up, going to put that one on top race 7, the sprint for the mares the, over the 1200 metres, 3 year old girls uh, and Zesty Bell is flying this prep, um, returned in nice order and then um, was pretty dominant down the straight in town and what I think is a reasonable form race um so it goes on top by, by default almost there. Uh, the one at double-figure odds who just never handled the straight at all, it went out a winner last prep, I mentioned it in the last preview I did, was Luselli. Um, still getting around $8 there. Um, and I think around a back around a bend, Michael Poy on top will be a much-improved runner. Um, ran okay, he just, I didn't think it got, it just didn't handle it straight at all. Finished about three lengths away from Zesty Bell and perhaps can be the fly in the open front here tonight. And the last over the 1,200 metres, a benchmark 70 to wrap it up. Another, with the scratchings, become a little less impossible. Uh, second slip I would have had on top. So if he's staying in Adelaide, it's a bet there. Um, now I'm defaulting back to, again, uh, the Lindsay Smithyard, Ethan Brown, and number 10, Pakapanyal. Again, over lightly raced over from WA. And probably will get out to a little bit further, but can set itself up here in a, a very... Average race, let's say, um, to to run well. So number ten to finish off there, Pacapanio. Quick summary of what of my thoughts in at Mooney Valley. Uh, well, the 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 first three I'm pretty keen on. I don't really have a best there, but the Elderflower, Viridine, that combination there, and potentially um, throw playoffs and and. Uh, where are we here? And those four will cover us off, I think, if those four win. It's a wee night for myself, uh, and that might do me. It might uh, stay in the good books and uh, watch a movie with the missus or something before uh, we get too late into the night. Same deal at Canterbury, those who, for Progret, let's just mention progretracing.com.au, where um, they have their own free tips, extensive guides, and articles up each and every day, so check them out. Um, and we'll head to Canterbury on the f- for the, the supplementary Friday night meeting with the rail in the six. Traditional uh, thoughts will be looking for on paces and leaders, as you tend to do at Canterbury. Last time it was in a six, though, you were able to make some ground. Um, some winners were able to swoop and win. Um, it played fairly fair, but uh, I've worked tonight with it being back to regulation Canterbury. We kick off with the three-year-old fillies, and hopefully uh, the theme of the early winners in the night continues with good omens. Uh, pretty good leading up and debut at Warwick Farm. Uh before being grabbed by Flexible Late. That ties into 15 Aria, who's probably a Saturday horse, a Saturday horse in waiting. Uh, and will run well here with control and um, hard to beat around a $3 mark. Uh, the trial of uh, Not a Choice, the last trial was was okay. Nash's book for John O'Shea, which is interesting, as I just get up my form guide. And uh, they were the two, the two main ones there, but I'm thinking number one, race one, number one, can get us off to a reasonable start. Race two, the boys' maiden. 
uh, same over the uh, 1200 meters. And where are we? 1250. Not sure. Uh, Mount Fuji was a decent enough trail. It's been backed again. Um, hit the line quite nice. He was ridden out to do so to chase Ice Cubed, who will get the lead here. We might have an idea of the first how that track will play. The Racing New South Wales maps have them clearly being Ice Cube being the clear leader. If Mount Fuji's close enough, it, it may run past it, but um, not overly overly thrilled playing in the race either way. The rail stays in the same position for the benchmark 72 rail. The barriers stay in the same position for the 1250 race three, uh, where with the the dominant return of April Rain means that it probably has another dominant win here and takes its next step towards proper Metro stuff. Pretty good um, explosive finish set up here at the track. Uh, the one, if it is red hot rails and is still double figures that uh, I always seem to have something on and runs, is an honest mare. Um, Averdane, if it finds the rails, could be hard to run down. About $13, I believe it was last I checked. Could be hard to run past their number two uh, around the oh, $12 mark. Could be the uh, the Cornella horse, for lack of a better term. Race four, over the 1,900 metres, another 72, uh, where we see Mubris had been saved from Warwick Farm last week. Now, um, had the, has the extra week off. Comes here, dry track, I believe, if he can run on. Sits close enough and is good enough to win this race, if it repeats last start. Uh, that ties into the Jungle Book, who was won well enough in town. Yeah, you know... Interesting race here, still $14, and Amoretti's flying, probably leads this race up, and will be the one to get past. It'll be in the finish late, but I'm thinking Mubri is very hard to beat in this affair. Race 5, the meeting falls a little bit off a cliff after this. Uh, scratchings have helped a little bit. Race 5, which is over the... Go over the 15.50, another 72... The official maps have Pitchfork leading. I thought Know It or Jack and Foxer might have something to say about that, but um, if it does, with Tommy Berry on, probably the horse to beat. Um, definitely, maybe a bit short now. Uh, know It or Jack, if it repeats some of its stuff from two preps ago, hard to go past, but I don't think it's with us anymore. Foxborough is not a horse, so a lot of these chases, of the rest of the other chases have all been scratched, so Pitchfork might be a good thing with a soft lead here, if that is the case. Race 6, race six uh, over the 1,200 metres. Again, scratchings have had a little bit of a say in this. Uh, I was all revved up to talk about Super Efforts form lines, uh, which I'll save for the second show today because uh, it's come out. Um, probably leaves by default the favourite, the one to beat, Frozen in Time, just missed behind Triple Ace and Malkovich at Roundwick. Probably sits close enough to the lead now, to be honest, with um, with the scratchings. And um, hard to beat. There was a change of tactics on Volpine. Goes forward if that, with the scratchings, might even find the rail and uh, give a shake here if there's no other pace. Um, but yeah, I think the market's about right there. Race 7, 5-year-old for the uh, 5-year-olds and up over the 1,100 metres. Yeah, again, not an overly exciting way to finish the day. The two I'll spec that um, maybe have some credentials. Nick Tock with Jess Taylor might be given one job here, and that's just to get straight across from the wider gate, find a fence, and maybe give a kick and a sight at double figures. The other one is Mossman Gorge um, coming back from Saturday grade where it chased home. What race was that in? 
Uh, wasn't far off, um, where are we here? The DeGrawn race, which had uh, Bellagio missing it as well. Reasonable enough for this. And again, if that can go forward under Hugh Bowman, you're getting, again, each way for both of those. $14 and currently $9 Mossman Gorge. Probably a reasonable bet to finish the day, but nothing I'm really going to rubber stamp in the last either. So I'm not for sure I've filled anyone with much confidence uh, in the second half of both programs there, but I'm thinking some exciting betting opportunities earlier in the day, maybe link up a few of those shorties. I'll make my best at Canterbury April Rain. No, no surprises there. And the value will be the two in the last, Mossman Gorge and Nick Tock hopefully can get a bit of a result there. Back later today with a proper show to look at Saturday racing across... Where are we tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, Roundwick and Sandown. And then back on Monday, because we'll be doing Australia Day as well, with some Metro racing, the Blue Diamond stuff kicks off uh, at Caulfield. So more shows to come in the near future. Stay tuned to progroupracing.com.au and as well as give us a subscribe on Spotify and YouTube. And we'll speak to you again, or at least I will, hopefully joined by the Beaver later this afternoon. <laughs>